father time Never be unkind And through the years Save your smiles and tears They are souvenirs They'll make music in your heart Our best to you. Music of a midnight mood with melodies to complement the hour and musical shadows to play on your heart. This is Bill Hoke with a WPTF holiday special we send as a tribute to Jimmy Capps and our best to you. So here's to you May your skies be blue And your love bless That's my best To you His name was Jimmy Capps And his show was our best to you Tonight for the next four hours We'll take you back in time to a night when perhaps your world was young and full of promise and filled with love, as we present a WPTF holiday special, Our Best to You, as a tribute to its creator, the late Jimmy Capps. This is Bill Hoke, and I'll be talking with some people who worked with Jimmy and with some who just remember that special magic which he brought to so many listeners. It was 1947, the war was over, and the world was beginning to settle down to perhaps the best years of our lives. And a young man, a native of Charlotte, not long returned from the battlefields of Europe, began a record show on WPTF, a show that would become a legend in North Carolina broadcasting. You may have been listening as Jimmy introduced a 1947 song, maybe this one, sung by the late Buddy Clark. Hello, cutie. What's your name? Fresh. I don't talk to strangers. Oh, I'm no stranger. Been waiting every evening for you to walk by. Keep waiting. I'm still walking. Oh, what's your name? None of your business. Pretty name. But I'll just call you Linda. Well, how did you guess? When I go to sleep, I never count sheep. I count all the charms about Linda. And lately it seems In all of my dreams I walk with my arms about Linda But what good does it do me? For Linda doesn't know I exist Can't help feeling gloomy Think of all the loving I have missed we pass on the street, my heart skips a beat. I say to myself, hello, Linda. If only she'd smile, I'd stop her a while, and then I would get to know Linda. But miracles still happen, and when my lucky star begins to shine, with one lucky break, I'll make Linda mine. 
Could I see you again sometime? Maybe. How about uh, Saturday night? Well... Shall I pick you up at eight? Okay. Oh, boy, that's a date. Bye now. So miracles do happen And now my lucky stars begin to shine With one lucky break I'll make Linda Yes, Our Best to You was a record show of major popularity and influence. It was enormously popular on the college campuses in central and eastern North Carolina. Bill Rand, who lives in Raleigh, was a student at Carolina when the show was at its peak. Bill, back in the, in the late 40s and early 50s, uh, which was uh, not coincidentally the period of the uh, enthusiasm, big enthusiasm still for the big bands, music was a big part of uh, our lives then, I guess as it is with the young people today with their groups, but uh, the big band uh, enthusiasm was very, very high. The uh, German club, as you remember, was the sponsor of the three uh, principal dances each year, the fall, midwinter, and, and spring Germans. And then those days we had old Tex Beneke and uh, the old Miller band. Uh, Jimmy Dorsey, uh, Tommy Dorsey, Elliot Lawrence, uh, bands of uh, uh, good size that uh, put on a, uh, really a two-day concentrated uh, extravaganza. You remember we had two dances and a concert. Uh, it was just the standard Carolina dance weekend. So music was a very important part of uh, the Carolina campus life, and uh, our best to you was a big part of, of uh, that total picture, too. Another listener recalls how he listened to Jimmy Capps while he was in high school in Wilson County and later at NC State. Bill, Jimmy Capps was my favorite uh, even back when I was in high school. Uh, every single night, and you know radio was what we, what we really used then, uh, I can remember listening to Our Best of You with Jimmy Capps uh, as the host. And uh, all the way through my college days, uh, we even made requests. I can remember doing that. But whether we requested it or not, every single record he played was just the perfect one with the perfect mood. I think he really made us uh, care about each other more and, and indeed love life and be optimistic and excited about the future more. Uh, I know that he made a lasting imprint on me and on millions of young North Carolinians, and I'll never forget him. Governor Jim Hunt. A member of the class of 1950 at Campbell College sends this to his classmates, and he knows they'll remember those college years of our best to you. Gonna take a sentimental journey Gonna set my heart at ease 
gonna make a sentimental journey to renew old memories. Got my bag, got my reservation, spend each dime I could afford like a child in wild anticipation i long to hear that all aboard seven that's the time we leave at seven memories of Jimmy Capps by those who listened to him and those who knew him when we return. We're sending a WPTF holiday special, Our Best to You, a tribute to Jimmy Capps. Our Best to You was on every radio, in every dorm room, on the college campuses in this area in the late 40s and early 50s. Bill Rand recalls. And same at the fraternity house. Uh, you could go uh, from floor to floor or room to room, as you say, and, uh, and never miss a beat. And I expect uh, if you made it down Hillsborough Street fast enough, you could go from Meredith to Peace to uh, State and not miss much either. 
and the young people participated in the show by sending in cards and letters requesting songs for a special someone. That was all part of, uh, of the uh, fun of, of Jimmy's show, was that you did have that sense of participation and uh, his uh, uh, warmth and uh, putting together the dedications and his encouragement of the uh, participation is part of what made it uh, your show. And uh, you and your best girl always had a song that kind of belonged to you. And uh, the dedications were, uh, were just part of the relationship. It was uh, fun to do. I often wonder about the, uh, the people who uh, would have a, a dedication to a different girl every week if <laughs> you can get into some trouble there. In 1951, lovers requested and Jimmy played this song. Because of you, there's a song in my heart. Because of you, my romance had its start. Because of you, sun will shine the moon and stars will say a mine forever and never too far I only live for your love and your kiss And smile because of you. Bill Rand recalls one of the times Jimmy took his show on the road 
and broadcast from under the trees on the campus at Chapel Hill. Either the spring or the fall in the late 40s when he brought his show to Graham Memorial, which was a student union building over at Carolina. And as I recall it, they had it set up so that you could be outside, which uh, was pleasant. It was a late evening show, and they'd rigged the um, uh, master control so that they could uh, feed uh, out the audio out on the, the lawn out in front of Graham Memorial. And, of course, the, the couples uh, would uh, scatter about through that broad expanse there between Battle Vance and Pettigrew Dorms and Graham Memorial out under the trees and uh, listen to the music and watch Jimmy work his show. We're often a bit surprised when we see a radio personality for the first time in person and Bill Rand said it was thus with Jimmy Capps. Definitely, it sure did and uh, uh, particularly uh, the fact that he was so low-key um, I guess that was the secret to the whole the whole approach. Um, he was interested and uh, very very smooth, but low key and very unprepossessing. And uh, uh, his physical appearance was nothing like we had uh, had thought it would be. I guess in the, uh, some of the old fraternity sorority initiations, somebody had to go over and have him sign a shirt tailor, do something, and, and may have seen him. But I don't recall anybody ever saying he looked less and so was big and tall, or, but not at all like I had thought. We'll continue with this WPTF holiday special, a tribute to Jimmy Capps, when we return in a moment. From WPTF in Raleigh, we're sending a holiday special of our best to you as a tribute to the man who created the show in 1947, Jimmy Capps. Paul Montgomery is a well-known Raleigh personality. He's a broadcaster and a very talented musician known in jazz circles all over the country. Paul was one of Jimmy Capps' closest friends. Paul talks about Jimmy's ability to take a song and make it a hit, something every disc jockey dreams about. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, well, of course, I imagine one of the first things that he made uh, very recognizable to everybody was the Eddie Howard recording of My Best to You because he used that as a theme. I suspect he used it before he ever got here when he was still down in Greenville. But when he came here and did the, uh, the, the program Our Best to You, that was a, a very recognizable theme all over this area. But he did, uh, he played... All sorts of music. Jimmy did not just play ballads and, uh, you know, danceable things for night listening. He played classical things, too. And one of the things that he got into was the Cacheturian uh, guy in a ballet suite. And he played many things from that. And, of course, the saber dance was one of the things that he played. And, and it, it uh, gained very much popularity. And I would say that Jimmy probably is responsible for that. Another thing that he played was the... Uh, uh, Benjamino Gili uh, Nason Dorma uh, by Puccini and made that a household word almost and let me say that I think a partial responsibility or, or uh, responsible for that 
was Jimmy Team, who at that time had Team's Record Shop and was very uh, supportive of uh, people who played records on the air. He was always looking for things that he thought they would be interested in. Now, he didn't try to push promoting records. He just uh, tried to um, let people hear good music. And anytime he came up with something that he thought was good for me or for Jimmy Capps or for any of the people who at that time were playing records, he would call and uh, more than likely he was right in his selection. He, he has a marvelous taste in music and was always very supportive to lend his knowledge of what was coming in the record business to to DJs, and uh, I think he probably was the one who who mentioned the Nation Dormant to Jimmy Caps. I don't know. Uh, Jimmy may it may have been a favorite of Jimmy's, but I know that Jimmy Team, of course, loved opera music and still does. And that was uh, one of the things that that uh, Jimmy Caps played an awful lot, which goes to show you that when things are heard, I think by the public, you know, they they are accepted. People get the idea sometimes that the public does not want to hear or is not interested in hearing anything except maybe the commercial tunes of the day. But I don't believe that's true. I think that if there is music that is uh, that has merit and it's presented to the public so they have an opportunity to hear it and learn it, uh, they will appreciate it. And uh, the Nason Dorma, he played an awful lot of Nat Cole things. Uh, but these were requested things by a lot of college students here since we've got an awful lot of colleges in town and in the area. Uh, but Jimmy did play and introduce an awful lot of things. Return to Paradise was one that he played very often by Percy Faith, which was uh, good. Uh, Johnny Mathis, he was responsible for getting the wonderful, wonderful. And Let It Be Me, I think, was another one that he uh, plugged right much. And so, and he had an ex he had excellent taste in music, Jimmy did. And he, so he knew when somebody brought him a record, he could tell right off the bat, if it should be played, and if he, in fact, thought that it, it might uh, make some inroads to popularity. Of course, that famous theme song, Our Best to You, or more exactly, My Best to You, was recorded by Eddie Howard, and I asked Paul if he knew if Jimmy ever met Eddie Howard. I don't know that he ever did. I don't know. He may have. He may have. I don't know that Eddie Howard ever came down this way. Uh, but I'm sure that Eddie must have known that this was a big song for him, and I'm sure he must have known why, because it, it was played every night for years and years and years. And years. An interesting thing about that, too, uh, Bill, uh, equipment and everything has changed so this day and time that it's no problem to put things together. But back in, 19, say, 1950 and 1949 and... Uh, uh, Production on radio programs was somewhat of a job because of the limitation equipment-wise. And wh the reason that I'm bringing this up is because of the way that Jimmy did that theme. Uh, the, the record probably ran about, I'd say, 2 minutes and 45 seconds or so, maybe close to 3 minutes. But what Jimmy had done through uh, playing the record and recording part of it on, on tape, because tape was in at, at this time, he patched together and very, very well about a minute of theme where the vocal part would be part of the, the first chorus and then he went very nicely and smoothly to the instrumental part 
and let that run up to the end of the vocal, uh, until the vocal came in again, and made a very, very nice theme out of it. And this kind of thing was awfully hard to do, but he did it well. And that would be something that, that I always admired about Jimmy's work. He was very meticulous about his uh, production, and that theme was a good example because uh, he would have had to play the thing all the way through to get everything out of it he wanted had he not been able to patch it together, which is what he did, and got a nice minute's worth, probably, of, of a theme that, that had vocal, instrumental, and vocal, and yet left out a big part of the record. We're all very familiar, of course, with the scaled-down version of the theme, but here is the theme in its entirety by Eddie Howard. My best to you May your dreams come true May your father time Never be unkind And through the years Save your smiles and tears they are souvenirs They'll make music in your heart Remember this Each new day's a kiss Sent from up above With an angel's love so here's to you May your skies be blue And your love blessed That's my best to you Montgomery recalls how Jimmy produced a show when we return in a moment.
We're listening to Paul Montgomery's recollections of Jimmy Capps. Paul, a disc jockey himself at that time, like the rest of us, admired Jimmy's precision with radio production. Yeah, that was fun to watch him do. I, I've uh, sat there many times and watched him with a, with a stopwatch, and he would play these things and uh, go over the, uh, the dedication and the talk that he wanted to do. And if, if what he had to say didn't fit the introduction, then he would start that talk a few seconds ahead of time, being very careful to bring the music in at just the right time in his talk so that when he got through, the music uh, was, was out and the vocal was in. And it was, uh, it was a marvelous thing to watch. He was, he was a marvelous man at production. But there was a person on the other side of the glass called the engineer or control room operator who also had a role to play. Yeah, and, and I remember uh, watching all this. And, of course, I, you know, I had, when I used to do the morning show years and years ago at uh, the old WNAO radio, uh, Lee Poole was my engineer. And you have to have someone who almost can read your mind. Now, you can plan things, but there are things that come up, uh, spontaneous things, that if an engineer is interested in, in what you're doing, and, of course, they should be, then they're always on the stick to grab any little cue that you might give, and they jump in and, and, and help do this. And Lee was marvelous uh, at that with me. He knew exactly what I was thinking and things that I wanted to do. And so was, uh, was Gordon McCrary with uh, Jimmy Capps. Gordon, I guess, did most of the night work with Jimmy. There were others who, who were on when Mac was off. But uh, he was always right there and knew exactly. He, could, he had the feel for the show that Jimmy had. And, and Jimmy could relax knowing that on the other side of that glass there was somebody there who was listening very carefully to help him do what he wanted to do. Another facet of Jimmy Capps was the fact that he was a promoter of North Carolina talent. And he had the ability to do that because of the enormous popularity of Our Best to You. Some really big names in show business owe a debt of gratitude to Jimmy. I would say probably first, uh, I believe that this came ahead of uh, Andy Griffith, and that was the, uh, the Bell Tones, who were a group uh, in Chapel Hill made up of uh, Lanier Davis and Carl Vipperman and Khaki Blue and Helen Cotton, I believe were their names, and Milton Bliss, who is over at State College now. But Milton sang in that group, and uh, this came up because uh, our friend Orville Campbell over in Chapel Hill had established at that time a uh, record company called Colonial Records. And he uh, had done... In the past, a couple of years before that, uh, a, a big t tune, uh, All the Way Choo Choo, which Johnny Long later recorded, and, and it was a big hit because of Charlie Choo Choo Justice. And then um, Hank Beebe, who was a partner of Orville's and a co-writer of a lot of the things that, that Orville put together, came along, and they wrote many, many songs, and a couple of them, Somewhere There's Someone, and of course way up in North Carolina, um, we did and recorded uh, in the studios at PTF and of course Jimmy was helping with the production of that and played it uh, and so he of course was promoting that and promoting a record company that had formed I suppose probably the first one of any successful degree in the area so we had that and then of course following on the heels of that from Colonial Records uh, 
was uh, Doug Franklin, who had done some things with them. Johnny D, Johnny Latimer from uh, from Durham, had done some things. And one of the big things that uh, that he promoted and was the first to play on the air was the uh, what it was was football, which was of course the big record on Colonial and later I think uh, sold to Capital. But uh, Jimmy was the first to play that, and of course he was very interested in promoting any local local talent. And Andy was a very very talented man, and he had worked in Raleigh in little theater productions uh, while he was still teaching down in Goldsboro. I played for him when he uh, did a thing at the Little Theater. We were doing a melodrama over there with Ainsley Pryor uh, called The Drunkard. And Andy was there only as the intermission entertainment. And he brought, a, he brought a, a choir or formed a choir and he was supposed to be Deacon Andy Griffith and he did several routines and songs there and went on on the banquet circuit and then did this, what it was, was football. And Jimmy was the first one to play that and get it started. So he, he was very interested in any talent and he was always willing to help uh, in any way that he could if they had a record. And the record was, uh, you know, of such caliber that, that warranted promotion and everything that Jimmy was always the first to say, you know, let me play it. And, of course, he did. So he, he was of great assistance uh, with Andy and with Doug Franklin and Johnny D. And uh, I suspect George Hamilton IV because uh, George did that Rose and a Baby Ruth, which was a big song, and that was another colonial record. And uh, Jimmy was always uh, ready to help promote those things that were done over there, and did, in fact, do a concert uh, live over at uh, Chapel Hill of all the Orville Campbell, Hank Beebe songs with the bell tones and with uh, Lanier Davis and Carl Vipperman, and uh, Jimmy was the MC, So he was a great promoter of things like that, and, and certainly anyone who had talent uh, that Jimmy thought should be heard, if they had uh, a recording, then, uh, then he was always willing to give it a spin and see what would happen to it. And Jimmy Capps and Paul Montgomery even made a record together. Well, it was a record of, uh, uh, Jimmy used to do poetry on the air, and he would have uh, recorded music, and he got so many requests for some of the poems that he read. And here again, Colonial Records comes into phase because this is what it was on. So we did a little 45 record. Actually, it was an EP, an extended play 45, because it was longer than a regular single. And I played organ and Jimmy read poetry. Now, there were four, I think four poems on there, maybe five, one little short one. Uh, I did the organ background for two of them, and then Kingham Scott did uh, the organ for the other two. And we did those down at PTF, and it was uh, apparently quite a hit because a lot of people had wanted Jimmy's poems that he'd been reading on the air, so he took probably four of the most requested, and we did those, and it, it was fun to do. Music I heard with you was more than music. And bread I broke with you was more than bread. Now that I am without you, all is desolate. And all that once was so beautiful is dead. Your hands once touched this table and this silver. 
and I have seen your fingers press this glass. These things do not remember you, beloved, and yet your touch upon them will not pass. For it was in my heart you moved among them and blessed them with your hands and with your eyes. And in my heart they will remember always they knew you once, all beautiful and wise. Narration by Jimmy Capps and Paul Montgomery at the organ. Paul remembers Jimmy as a person when we return in a moment. Many, many people knew Jimmy Capps on the air, but relatively few knew him as a person. Paul Montgomery did, and Paul remembers. I'd have to say that Jimmy was as he was on the air. He was a gentle person. He was a very intelligent man. 
he was, I don't think I ever saw Jimmy, even if he was a little bit frustrated about some little something, I don't think I ever saw him when he wasn't pleasant. He, uh, his voice and his uh, delivery talking to you was exactly the friendly sound that, uh, that he put on the air. That was not something that he did in front of a microphone. That was Jimmy. And he, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Jimmy. We had a, we had a, a, a sort of an our gang bunch back then that used to get together just about every weekend and go someplace and do something or gather at one of the houses. And Jimmy and Amy, of course, were right in there with, the, and Jimmy was, Jimmy was a marvelous person. I remember I, I got a, a, a little puppy dog one time. This was before Camilla and I had any children. And Jimmy said, well, now, you know, that, that dog, you're going to have to keep him outdoors a lot during the day when, when you all are not here. He ought to have a little dog house. said, I'm going to pick you up today, and we'll go up to the house and make one. And by George, he had some extra wood over there, and he made me the cutest little dog house you ever saw and hauled it back over to where I was living at the time, and that dog loved that dog house. And then uh, when, uh, when, just before my first child was born, uh, we didn't have a car. And Jimmy had told me, he said, now, I know that it's about that time, so you, um, you let me know. And I think I was working on a Saturday night, and, uh, and my wife called me and said, I think things are about to happen. So I called Jimmy, and he came over to the house, and then it was sort of a false alarm, and he said, well, I'm going to spend the night because I don't know what's going to happen. So he spent the night with us and then went home the next day and said, call me if you need me today. So we needed him, and he came. And we went over to the hospital, and we, we got over there, and I think the doctor came out and said, well, it's going to be a little bit. Uh, so so Jimmy and I took off over to his house, and we sat over there and talked and listened to the radio and had a ball. And about 12, 15 or so that night, a Sunday night, the nurse called and said, well, bring the band and come on. So uh, Jimmy and I went over there, and he sat with me uh, and, and went back to see my wife. And, of course, they snuck the baby in so we could see it, and he got me home about... 1.30 the next morning, and uh, he was just, he was a very thoughtful man, and he was, uh, as his personality, you could read into it on the air, that that was the way Jimmy was, there was no two people, there was not an on the air person and a, and, and another person off there, Jimmy was Jimmy, and, and he was just very natural. And
of this WPTF holiday special, a tribute to Jimmy Capps, when we return after the news. <laughs> 